Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Alex Ferguson, here with my co-host, Michael Wheeler. Today, Michael will be explaining what Decentralized Exchange, aka DEX, is. But before we start, let's go over crypto market from the past week. So, Bitcoin's looking about down 12%, Ethereum also down 8%. Everything was pretty much down. Uh, Cardano down almost 12% and XRP is down 19%. So, uh, what does what is decentralized exchange, Michael? So, pretty much a, de- a decentralized exchange just to give like a basic definition of it, it's a uh, a cryptocurrency exchange which allows uh, for direct peer-to-peer cryptocurrency transactions to take place online securely and without the need for an intermediary. So pretty much it is a straight peer-to-peer, me-to-you, crypto user-to-crypto user, uh, just exchange that you can exchange crypto for crypto. You can exchange like Ethereum for other cryptos on the Ethereum that use the Ethereum blockchain. And people in- enjoy the uh decentralized exchanges because they are decentralized and you don't need any middleman because mm. people people enjoy not having to pretty much just pay a middleman to make transactions happen so and kind of sorry so, go ahead so like the middleman you're saying is kind of like gas fees or do we still have gas fees with well obviously there's gas fees on any type of uh like a, uh, any type of exchange because you're moving uh money from one place to another but there is less fees since there is it's just peer-to-peer there's less so you're saving money there but for uh example of what decentralized exchanges are probably some of our listeners actually use these there is pancake swap sushi swap and uniswap those are probably the most uh popular uh decentralized exchanges currently in the market and to give context to what a decentralized exchange is we have to understand what a centralized exchange is so a centralized exchange or centralized exchanges are a type of cryptocurrency exchange that is operated by a company that owns it in a centralized manner so unlike decentralized exchanges where it's run by like technology and no one turns it off no one turns it on for centralized exchanges, one company owns it, and one company looks over all the transactions. For example, min, uh, popular centralized exchanges are places like Kraken, Coinbase, Binance, and uh, KuCoin. And since these companies are centralized, they can control pretty much the entire mar- marketplace. Like Coinbase holds your crypto for you, and when you want to make trades, they do it for you, if that makes sense. Like they are the middleman from selling and buying. So is centralized a lot more like safe when you're trading? So I would say, in my opinion, centralized is a lot more safe since it's tied to like a company. Like you can reach out to like a support staff and actually talk to someone where a decentralized exchange is pretty much if you mess up that's on you there's nothing to help because it's just technology like if the technology can't mess up it only could be human error like if you put in the wrong address if you get scammed that's all your fault we can't do anything about it but in my opinion centralized exchanges are 100 percent more safe but 
with with the uh, less risk that centralized exchanges offer, it normally takes away from profit in uh, other pros. Mm. And also, like what goes into a decentralized exchange, and uh, the part of the like part of the exchange that uh, a DEX is on, which is a decentralized exchange. I'm going to be saying DEX for the rest of the podcast because it's easier to say, and that's the like lingo in the crypto community. But a server like is the operator for a DEX. There is no middleman that there is no guy at Coinbase that's going to be like, okay, I'll approve this transaction. It's done all every transaction on a DEX is done with smart contracts, which we could do pretty much an entire episode on what smart contracts are. But pretty much it's just a a line of code that just uh, completes transactions. Like, say I want to send crypto or I want to trade crypto with Alex. The smart contract will complete me wanting to send it to Alex and Alex paying me, if that makes sense. Like, oh, okay. the con- like and the smart contract is always going to be, like, the, it's always going to be right, if that makes sense. Like, if I try to scam someone, the smart contract will block it out because if they don't pay me, they can't receive funds, if that makes sense. Like, it's impossible for you to get funds without paying someone or you to get crypto without paying someone, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, and uh, for for a centralized exchange, the company owns your crypto for you. So, like Coinbase owns your crypto, even though you have a wallet, you you personally don't own that crypto since it's on the Coinbase app. Um, all the Coinbase holdings are in one place, which can, which used to be more risky for hacking since the market was new, but nowadays. Since these companies are like billions and billions of dollars, they are uh, less risk to being hacked because they have so many preventions to uh, not get hacked. And there are huge there there used to be huge amounts of uh, money stolen from centralized exchanges, but obviously there's been uh, security measures put in place. And also, for a centralized exchange, you have to give them your ID and personal information, which they report your profits and earnings to the IRS which people do not like since you have to pay taxes if you make a huge profit on gains which is another reason why people use DEXs instead of centralized exchanges and also for just like another example of what a DEX is and how they work it is obviously peer-to-peer instant exchange with no middleman Um, it's all about choice and giving people freedom like since on a decentralized exchange you'll find a lot more smaller cryptos you have the ability to risk your your money by buying really 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 small cryptos that can go up a hundred or a thousand percent in one day so you're able to make a lot more money on on dexes than you would on a centralized exchange since there's a lot more options to you so is there going to so is there like a limit on how much you can like trade with a decentralized exchange? So obviously it it uh, kind of tends to it goes from coin to coin what it how much you can exactly uh, trade. But how the trading aspect of a decentralized exchange works is it's called a stake pool, which we need to do a podcast again about what a or sorry, a liquidity pool. I'm messing up. <laughs> we could do an entire episode about what a liquidity pool is. So pretty much when you trade cryptos on a DEX, the liquidity pool is 
it's pretty similar to how any other market works where the more you want to buy something the higher price the liquidity pool will charge you and the more you sell it the lower the price or the the lower the pool will end up paying you so it kind of regulates itself and this is why so many coins are able just to like fall a hundred percent in one day it's because so many people take money out that the pool just keeps getting lower 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 and lower until there's nothing left and um liquidity pools work really well for dexes because uh you're able to get your money out very quickly this is why a lot of people like dexes because they pretty much have instant liquidity and maybe not it's not instant liquidity just like cash or like money or like fiat money but it's instant liquidity to other cryptos which a lot of people like because you can change your maybe small I don't know, Shiba Inu coin that you made $100 on, you can t- instantly turn it into Ethereum, and you can go from there. So, have you tried both of these uh, types of exchanges? So, um, I've experimented with DEXs, but since I'm not as into into crypto, like into really, really, really small cryptos as a lot of uh, crypto maniacs, I can call them, I'll say that word for people really heavily into crypto, but for, for especially for someone like me who's into crypto and into other parts of like finance and investment, I don't exactly have time or the drive to do so much research on these really small coins. Centralized exchanges are perfect for someone like me, like the average person, but I, but these, the, but the DEXs, I can tell like the technology of them is crazy because it's just going to be an increase of liquidity, increase of trading, increase of really small coins blowing up and then getting listed on centralized exchanges. And I think both have a really have like a really important place in the system. But for me, like the average person, I think centralized exchanges are perfect for me. Mm. So looking at it from a new person's kind of viewpoint which one do you think they should should they go towards uh decentralized like you were saying or which kind of i would say especially for like a beginner i would say 100 to get into a centralized uh exchange because especially for companies like coinbase that are huge they make it very simple for new new people to own and trade crypto which is really good for new people because they may not even know what a wallet is but they've been hearing Bitcoin on the news the past two months, and they're like, oh, I want to put, let's say, $1,000 in the Bitcoin. They're not going to go on a decentralized exchange. They may not even know what a blockchain is. And this is why it's so important for, there's a place for centralized exchanges for newbies, because, and I, this is why I, I think DEXs may be better than centralized exchanges, but centralized exchanges have such an important part in like the economy of crypto, because the more newbies that get into the market and learn about it and invest more, the higher the higher prices are going to go. So I would say 100% if you're new, definitely create a Coinbase account, create any type of centralized exchange account. They make it very simple. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so I'll go over some pros and cons of DEXs. Maybe you can form some more uh, questions in your mind. But the main pros of a decentralized exchange is that you don't need to provide personal info, so a lot of people in the crypto community enjoy being anonymous. So that's why um, uh, that's why people like decentralized exchanges because you don't have to do your info. 
So uh, also, DEXs are much faster than centralized exchanges because especially with these liquidity pools, you're instantly getting your money. You're instantly getting your crypto back when you trade. So you don't have to wait for a middleman to pretty much uh, complete your transaction. And also, it's cheaper. DEXs are cheaper than centralized exchanges since there isn't a middleman. You don't have to pay a fee to, to anyone. It's just a technology smart contract that's instantly uh, doing your transaction. And also, there's less... There's uh, DEX is a trustless program since, obviously, it's done by a smart contract. You don't have to trust a middleman to do your to do your uh, trading because you can instantly... The smart contract does it for you. You don't have to trust anyone. You don't have to put your faith in the middleman. It's just instantly done. And also, uh, the cons of a decentralized exchange so uh, the, the, the probably the number one con is it's crypto to crypto only and this can be a pro for some people and a con for the majority of people but when it's crypto to crypto only you're not able to like transfer your earnings to to fiat like it's going to take you a little bit to be able to turn your say the ethereum you made into into fiat because you're gonna have to transfer it and there's gonna be fees and everything but crypto the crypto, that's a con. Uh, second one is there isn't any support or like help since it's decentralized. Like there isn't going to be a company that there isn't going to be like a help desk for a centralized exchange or a, sorry, there isn't going to be a help desk for like a decentralized exchange because it isn't run by a company. It's just run by technology. Also, um, you have to use a hot wallet for decentralized exchanges. So pretty much a hot wallet is just like your current uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin wallet that you're trading on, that you're taking money in and taking money out, like you're constantly trading. You have to use your hot wallet. So hot wallets can easily be uh, hacked if they get your private keys. And a lot of, a lot of crypto investors use cold wallets instead because they're more safe. And also uh, when it comes to these really, really, really tiny coins, there's a lot of low liquidity. Like there's a reason we see uh, coins go up 100,000% in like a month or whatever, or like maybe even a day if it's crazy. But like since there's such low liquidity, if the biggest <clears throat> if the biggest holders of the coin all try to get out at the same time, it's, it's going to drop by almost 100% because there isn't enough liquidity to kind of spread out that payment, if that makes sense. So is there, will there be, or is there a max on transactions in either one of the exchanges? So obviously like the max transactions would be whatever, like how many, how much crypto is in the space. Like the max transactions for Bitcoin would be, I don't know, however many Bitcoin are currently in the system, but for, for something like I'll use like a small uh, coin as an example, I'll just use Sheep. I mean, it's grown as it's grown a lot in the past month, couple months. But for a small coin like Shiba Inu, if the main holders say they own 30% of the project, 30, 40% of the project, if they all decided just to sell at one moment, that price would drop insane, insanely. People would lose millions to, to thousands of dollars. And that's why there is there isn't really exactly a max because in a market you can constantly buy and sell. I mean, people can just keep selling until the price goes to actually zero. But like, it's hard to explain exactly what like a max trade volume is because there's theoretically no max. If that makes any mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. 
I it's kind of like yeah. saying they're like a max of stock can be traded. Well, I guess the stock could go to zero, but then people will want to buy it if that makes sense. Yeah, because there's there's if like for everyone that's selling, there's always someone that's going to buy. Yeah. So, do you have any more questions for me? Because anything else you want to learn? You pretty much answered everything I had. Yeah, and I think I've covered all my notes. I did a few hours of research on this topic. And this is why, like, Alex and I created this podcast. This is just going to be straight to the viewers. I'm talking straight to the listeners right now. This is, like, why Alex and I made this podcast. It's because we realized that we want to learn about this stuff. And so do – and there's so many people out there that don't understand, like, these basic topics of crypto. And when we do research ourselves – and we teach each other, everyone's learning. Everyone's getting into the community, and everyone's getting better. So if you all have any more questions for me, uh, Alex, take it away. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Like Michael is going to say, if you have any questions, DM us on our Instagram, or you can email us. And yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all later. Have a good one.